everybody, and welcome back to Pace the Nation. We're back broadcasting from Studio 1A in downtown Clarendon, Virginia. Episode 33, guys. I'm your host, Chris Farley. Alongside me is Joanna E. Russo. Joanna, what's up? Hey, Chris. How's it going? It's going well. You know, sometimes I feel like you used to switch like Doc's first first or sometimes <laughs> I was first, but lately it's always been me first and I'm really flattered by that. Well, we're going to go next to my left here to the aforementioned William E. Docs. Docs, what's up? I don't like you taking credit for my rule. I told you to d- introduce her first every time. Listen, I think she was taking... She, you looked at me when you said, I don't like you taking credit. I think she's the one who was kind of taking credit for it. Well, she was the one bringing it up. I I was yeah, instructed, she, she Joanna. At, yeah, exactly. I was instructed. So that that was that that in my defense, I was instructed to introduce him last uh, and you first. So that's what I've been doing. It's for not the coincidental. Past, past ten episodes, uh, I like or, it. or so. We are in episode thirty-three. Why don't you introduce me? I did. When I just did last. Episode thirty three. You can you can push the fifteen second back three times, and you can hear that I did ep- that I did introduce I him. We're not going to go back and do that. Uh, episode thirty three. Uh, Joanna, give me a famous number thirty three. Baseball, basketball, hockey, football, sports figure. Larry Bird. Larry Bird. Very good. I was uh, and, and what was his stump what was there. his aunt's blood type? <laughs> See there, that's a tougher one to stump her. Yeah. On. Uh, a lot of famous 33s. Scottie Pippen, 33. Shaquille O'Neal, 33 for a while. I don't know. We're in a basketball tunnel, but there's a ton of other 33s out there. Uh, I can't believe we made it episode 33. We're uh, almost through the new year. And we've run out of funding. We have <laughs> run out of funding. Uh, here we are in December. No one would ever thought we would have made it this far, I don't think. But we have run out of funding. I'll, I'll be honest. I feel You're like right. you gave up on the show about six weeks ago. <laughs> right. Well, uh, you probably are saying that because I'm going to be out of town for the, the happy hour. And I just want to get that out of the way. Um, right away. Right away. So let's yeah. address it. Uh, we do have a exciting happy hour, mm-hmm. December uh, 17th. Mm-hmm. And I told everybody to put it in their calendars last week. Mm-hmm. I know most people did. I did. Make yourself an alert. I just wanted to get it out of the way. Before I even get into the agenda, because I know I'm going to be given a hard time, I will not be here for the December 17th happy hour. And uh, I have no real good excuse other than I'm going on vacation. Well, that's that's Joanna and my fault. Um, <laughs> we shouldn't have made the happy hour a surprise party. We should have probably talked about it before we put it <laughs> right, on the schedule. Right, right. And, yeah. and and you're saying that with all the uh, sarcasm in your body because of course it was not a surprise. And 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 by all the sarcasm in my body, you mean uh, normal pace? Yeah, normal. <laughs> okay. Uh, your normal tone, my especially normal pace. when you're addressing me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it is going to be an exciting, uh, a happy hour. Um, I'm sorry not, I won't be there. Not too much different from our last happy <laughs> right. hour. I where, was where you were barely there. I was there. I was there. Uh, in my defense, but it uh, well, just leave us the company late. credit card and and uh, we'll make do. All right, I, I, that's the least I can do. I think uh, it should be well, festive. The least you could do is show up when you were <laughs> it could, planned. But it, it could. Be, I think it should be festive. We'll be uh, almost towards uh, the Christmas holiday. It's going to be our last happy hour, obviously, before Christmas. So um, maybe there'll be some um, holiday type themes and surprises in store. 
Uh, so it will be a good time. Well, you're not going to be there, so you're making lots of promises <laughs> for us to to follow yeah, through with. To have to fulfill, yeah. I don't know. You guys are very capable. I, I've basically known you my whole life. Right. All, all 23 years I've been on this planet. <laughs> right. And you never cease to amaze me with your, your over-promising, uh, especially on an event that you're not even going to be right. attending. Right. Uh, I thank you for that. Yeah. Well, at least I'm consistent, I guess. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Nothing to add, Joanna? No. No. Okay. Fair enough. Good. All right. So now that's out of the way. We don't need to talk about that for the rest of the show. We do have a big show here, guys. Um, you guys look like you might want to discuss that a little more, but I think, I think we've, we've, we've fully addressed it in my opinion, but a big, big show today, guys. Uh, we have, uh, a question that docs has, has posed and we, we want to address. We'll get into that later. Uh, we have the tweets of the week, some interesting, uh, events from in the news. And also we have a guest today, local runner, Josh Blanchard. He'll be joining the program in studio. Uh, he's uh, lost 70-plus pounds over the past, I'd say, eight months to a year. So very impressive uh, very impressive story, and he's done a lot of it through you know, lifestyle and, of course, running. So we're going to sit down with him and talk about how he did it, and he has uh, literally changed his life, and it's it's great to see, and, and he's a different person, and... We will talk to him uh, on the program today. Uh, but, Docs, I said you had a question. So mm-hmm. um, why don't you let us ask us and the, the listeners the question? Well, I'd rather go off topic right okay. off the bat. All right. And, and having listened to the, the Beer Mile episode, uh-huh. I was remiss that we didn't dive more into the science behind the Beer Mile um, and the scientists that, that were at the finish line, you know, they were talking about beakers and everything yes, like that. And it really painted it, you know, in my head, like if, when I went to watch the video, I was expecting to see people in lab coats right. and Petri dishes and, and the, the protective goggles and stuff. And they weren't there. They weren't there. No. But do you know, actually come to think of it, probably all those scientists are working overtime, working on the pace, the nation bumps. Yeah. That's, that's probably that, where that's they are. Probably where they are. Yeah. All right. That's a that's a fine point, Docs. But uh, you know, I like to stick to the the agenda here. That wasn't submitted beforehand. No, it was mm. not submitted beforehand. I missed the deadline. You did. So right. uh, let's address your question about work and and working out. Well, yeah, I mean, I had a busy week myself. Actually, traveling a little bit and in offices. Yep, and it made me wonder. Because I think probably most of our listeners can relate to uh, being stuck in the the confines of a of a corporate structure, right? Uh, so I was curious how people get their workouts in, or how they get their exercise in during the day, or or if they do, you know, stretching in the cubicle or or whatnot, or just doing and not necessarily running, but yeah, doing some sort of uh, you know exercises, push ups during the day. <laughs> Now, you know, Joanna gets her run done in the morning, mm-hmm. and you said you were waking up at 5 a.m. Was it an option for you to get out and run at 5? Well, this this week, a couple of times I woke up at 5, and I, I could have gotten out and, and gotten a run in, but I was so exhausted. Yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a problem for me is if, I, if I'm – I have trouble get, get going in the morning if I'm exhausted. And for me, I make the bad decision of I would rather just – 
use this last hour to try to rest because I feel like my day is going to be ruined. Right. Whereas I know that if I get up and run and, you know, start the day an hour uh, earlier like that, but healthier, right. that, you know, that's that's probably the most opportune time to get the run in. So I failed myself this week for sure. Well, here's what I, I think, and I think actually Joanna's got it figured out. Here's If you go for that run at 5 a.m., you're going to not get that hour of sleep on that front end, but I believe you'll get that hour of sleep on the back end because you're going to be so tired by the end of the day that you're going to go to bed probably an hour earlier. So that's what I seem to uh, – that seems to happen I, to me. I would say if I was sleeping in my own bed, that right. would be the case. Traveling I, makes I it difficult. I just hate sleeping in hotels. Yeah, it's, traveling it's... definitely makes it difficult. So I like even though I go to bed early in the hotel, I'm I like wake up after two hours because it's noisy and right. uncomfortable and th- there's a you know a, a pee in the mattress right. stack. Right. That, that sounds like, that doesn't sound right. So <laughs> I know what you're talking about, though. Yeah, the the princess and the pee. Right. I also think that when you run or you do your workout first thing in the morning, then you don't spend the day wondering like you know is, is a meeting going to call me away right. and I'm not going to get my workout in. You know, if X, Y, and Z happens, I won't get my workout in. But if you just do it first thing in the morning, you never have to worry about it because it's done. Then you can start yeah. your day. But when I worked at the library, there were plenty of days that um, I did not get up early enough or I had stayed out too late the night before and I just couldn't get up that early. So um, I also ran a lot of my lunch break. So I would um, go for like a 40-minute a run and then eat at my desk really quickly. Yeah, and I think that's... What I like to do if I'm at the store or, you know, we're, we're lucky docs that we have somewhat flexible schedules and like you, I don't necessarily run every morning. I'd I'd like to, and I do probably half the time, but a lot of times I will go at lunch and this time of year, especially here in DC when it's been like 60 degrees, it's like perfect running weather at lunch. So I'll bring my phone with me. I got this new watch too, that gives me notifications. If I see a work call come in, I know I can stop and take it. So we're fortunate that that we can do that. I also think there's a number of other things you can do. I'm not a big, you know, sit at the desk with with the uh, exercise ball on the exercise ball, mm-hmm. but I do think that you can do some things during the day. And 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 you mentioned push-ups. I think push-ups is not a bad idea. You can do push-ups in a suit or whatever. Uh, during <laughs> or the day. even as simple as taking the stairs as or opposed to the, the elevator escalator. Just no something doubt. to keep you active and. Get your heart yeah, up. Yeah, get, 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 get moving some. I also think that you can do some simple things like wall sits, uh, you know, where you, you put your back on the wall, squat, sit there for, you know, a minute or something like that. There's there's little exercise you can do during the day that just keeps you, you active and engaged. And I actually find myself more productive. And I literally do some of this stuff uh, during the day when I can't go do, you know, a run or workout or whatever. And as far as actually getting another run in, the other thing that I used to do was um, I worked at the library and then I worked part-time at Pacers after work. So I would run from the library to Pacers. Yes. So that's a if run commuting works for your schedule, that's also a good way to get your runs in. Absolutely. Or you can run from work to the happy hour on December 17th, you know, if you're in town. Somebody, somebody's going to have to since you won't be there. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I think... Um, also, though, I, I would, you know, I, I would talk to your talk to your supervisor and, you know, to see you'd be surprised. We had a friend who um, who was trying to run fairly competitively and 
the his boss was letting him out of work, you know, a couple times a week, and then he'd stay later uh, on other days when he would have workout days. And actually, the, his boss really got into into the into our friends running, and ultimately that boss ended up running himself and got way into it and really turned his life around. So, you know, just talk to your supervisor. You'd be surprised. Maybe there is an option to run during lunch or go to the gym during lunch or whatever it is. And, uh, you can, you can get at least something in, you know, 45 minutes, an hour, you know, 30, 45 minutes. It doesn't necessarily have to be an hour. Well, I propose this as a future segment that we bring a guest on that can give us like 10 things that you could do. At the office. At the office. I, I propose that as a 2016 guest. All right. I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm making a note here. Uh, well, you're probably going to leave that note in the studio, so I'll text you after the show. Yes, thank you. Um, or you could just quit your job. You mm-hmm. can do that too, Docs. All right. Um, Which one? Yeah. <laughs> Not this one. Not this one. We would be lost without you uh, editing these programs. I, I could do without some of your... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> digs and shots at me but editing you are you are the man for that uh, and we don't know any of the passwords we don't know any of the passwords uh, exactly good, good point to job security all right we're going to take a quick break and after the break we'll be joined by josh blanchard and he's going to tell us his inspirational story right here on pace the nation Welcome back to the program. Now happy to be joined by Doc's a buddy of ours uh, from college, actually. And I, I described him as an inspirational story. It's Josh Blanchard. Josh, what's up, man? Hey, Farley. Thanks for uh, thanks for having me on here, man. Dude, thanks for being here today. I said, you know, before you, you came on, I said that you lost 70 pounds. Is that accurate? 70, 74, actually. 74. 70, yeah. 74. But, but, but one-third of my body weight I lost. That's, that's, uh, that's amazing. So I just mentioned, you know, we know, we've know we known each other for, for some time back in college. And you, uh, you, were, you were a runner. And I wanted, I wanted you to take us through the story of kind of w- what happened since high school. You were a runner, then college ran probably a little bit, and then, then just kind of went off the rails some, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, well, you know, I don't know if it's much of a, if it's much of a story. Yeah. Um, uh, I, I was a runner in high school. I mean, I, I was a, a decent runner in yeah. high school. Um, I, uh, I feel like one of my big regrets is I, I could have walked on and, and ran at UVA, I think. Yeah. I, I went to, went and to you could have been in Kai Shai. I, I, it, yeah, I mean, it's like weird to think how different my life would be if I would have <laughs> been part of the legendary Kai Shai. So I, you know, I, 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 I could have. You know, maybe could have done that, um, right. and I, I regret not running in college. But you know, there's just a number of reasons that went into that. Probably not the least of which is, is you know, I was I was a good high school runner, but right. I wasn't going to win any uh, NCAA championships or anything. Um, uh, but so you know, I I but I kept running. I think you know, I ran a little bit in college. I ran a little bit in my twenties, and then at some point, just um, uh, you know, not for any good reason, just sort of stopped. And kind of had the, the lifestyle of the typical American. I mean, I've, you know, I was spent a number of years being pretty sed- sedentary and eating a pretty poor diet. And uh, um, it's amazing how it just creeps up on you, you know. It's not like it happens overnight. It's just, you know, a little bit every day here and there. 
Yeah. So to tell us, so you've lost 74 pounds. Yeah. Um, what was the, the highest, what do you weigh now? What was the highest that you, you've been? Yeah. So I weighed in at 154 this morning. Wow. Um, uh, that's actually, that 154 was my, that was the goal weight I set at the beginning of the year. Um, and I hit that, uh, around mid November this year. And so now I'm just kind of focused on just trying to maintain it right there. Uh, the highest I weighed was uh, beginning of this January. I was 228 pounds. So almost a year ago, yeah. 228 yep. pounds. Yep. I mean, how do you get to that point? I mean, you walked in today. He looks like a fit guy. He's got like a matching tracksuit on him. And the guy looks, I mean, well, he's auditioning for a uh, Wes Anderson movie. I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, how does it how does it get there? Um, I man, I I think it really it gets there on its own if you don't pay attention. You know, yeah. if you're not paying attention to what you're eating and you're not doing anything to exercise, and you know, I mean, part of it was. Um, you know, I, I work pretty hard, yeah. right? I mean, uh, and uh, you know, that's that's yeah. Not you an have excuse, your own you that, have your own business, that's right? So that's twenty four seven. Yep, yep. Yeah. Uh, um, uh, so you know, I mean, you know, I was just kind of busy and wife, and, two kids. Uh, two so kids, it's just yeah. life. Just life yep. happens, and yep. yeah. And you know, I mean, a lot of it's diet too. I mean, uh, you know, to tell you, you know, bluntly, like I, you know, spent most of my thirties not really caring or paying attention to what I ate. I just kind of ate whatever I wanted, and. Uh, uh, that catches up with you quick, you know, and I think it's it's easy to have a really bad diet, right? I mean, you know, being an American, it's like you're bombarded all day with advertisements for foods that in the long run are going to kill you, you know, so it's it's easy to eat poorly and, and not exercise. And what? So that's what happened. I mean, I don't, I don't think that, you know, like me getting overweight was, you know, was like there was no like traumatic event, right? Or, you know, just uh, it just happened, you know. What was the biggest evil in that diet? Like what, what was really getting you, do you um, think? Do you think? Yeah. Oh man, because there was so much. I mean, <laughs> everything I was eating was so bad. Um, I you know you know what I ate like a lot of like like st- a steak and cheese sub like that would be mm-hmm. one of right. my Your favorites. You know. Um, yeah. Uh, and not like a little reasonable sized one. You right. know, Like like you know a big monster foot long. You know, right. Loaded with mayo. That should be like a cheat once every month or right. every, every month. Right, yeah. but you know it would be like dinner, like <laughs> every you know, day, two nights a week or three right. nights a week. You right. Know? Yeah, that would that'd probably be the worst that was in my diet. Yeah. Was there a point where you were just like, I, I, I gotta turn this thing around? Was there a moment that you, you, it was like a, you know, a, a moment where you realized that this could go off the rails right I said. yeah yeah well there was i mean i feel like there was a couple things and and i had a you know i had a bunch of different reasons for for wanting to get fit again um but i think maybe one of the things that sparked it was i had a good friend who you know he was bigger than me at the time but you know honestly not by much and um you know he about about the same age and you know he got he got a, a you know type 2 diabetes diagnosis um and i read a little bit about that and what that means and you know once you once you get that, I mean, you can, you, you know, you, you, you're never cured, right? You're right. sort of always kind of, you know, even if you, you take care of it and lose a bunch of weight at that point, you're still kind of, you know, in this recovery state. Um, so that was a big moment, right? And then I think, you know. Was you that know, was that recently? That was, uh, yeah, d- you know, about a year ago, right? Mm-hmm. That was this. Okay. Uh, maybe, or maybe it was a little, it was, it was last fall. So I don't know, you know, some, some time frame was maybe like August or September or something like that. Right. Um. And then on the heels of that, I had seen my doctor, right? And she had mentioned that risk to me, right? Um, you know, and so it was like this kind of aha moment where I was like, wait a minute, you know, th- this isn't, 
I'm not just like a little out of shape at this point, you know. <laughs> right. um, I, you know, I was right. way out of shape, you know. Um, uh, but you know, I, I I don't know that it happened all at once. I feel like it was kind of a bunch of little things that kind of piled up, and finally but, I was like, you know what, I got to do something about it. I mean, I'll tell you the other um, thing that was you know sort of a, a big moment in terms of realizing um, you know how 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 bad my levels of fitness were. Um, we, we bought everyone in the company, these Microsoft bands last year. And, um, I started wearing mine and, you know, it counts the number of steps you, you take in a day. Right. It would be comparable to everybody knows the fit. Yeah. Like a Fitbit. Right. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um, and, uh, so, you know, so I'm like measuring the number of steps in my day. And, and I think the, the American medical association recommendation is like 10,000 right. steps a day. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what the you know magic behind that number is. You know, it's probably a little bit arbitrary, but, um, you know, so I started wearing mine and now I was getting numbers like 800 steps. <laughs> it was really bad. Right. Right. So that was another, you know, and that was, that was maybe, yeah, that was like last December and that was maybe, you know, so that was maybe another one of those moments where I was like, I gotta, I gotta do something, you know? I'm, I'm curious throughout this, this journey from, from college, from being, you know, fit when you were in college yep. to when you finally made the decision were there were there moments during that time where where you at least had fleeting thoughts that said Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You know, and I think um you know, I mean honestly through my 20s like um I got a little out of shape but it, it wasn't that bad and um uh you know there was there was ups and downs, right? I I think um you know really it's been like the last couple years like when we you know uh we started the company and uh, um maybe a couple years before that that it was it's been a steady, you know, plummet downhill. And there was a lot of moments where I was like, "Oh, I gotta, I gotta do something," and just didn't. You know, there was a lot of moments mm-hmm. where I had that thought, like, "I gotta." Um, I, I actually, I, I want to credit you, Farley. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I hate d- where this is going. Hey, 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 quiet down. <laughs> Go ahead, Josh. I saw, um, yeah. uh, I saw Farley at like a Redskins game like several years ago. Yep. Um, and to your credit, Farley, you you asked me about it. You were like, "Dude, what are you doing?" You know, yeah. I know you can be in better shape. What are you? What do you and it, you know? I'll tell you honestly. You were very polite about it, yeah. right? And you know the weird thing is, is you know I was like in a really unhealthy state, right? And you know almost none of my friends or family or anyone was saying anything about it. You know, like I feel like if I had become like an alcoholic and I was like <laughs> drinking every day, right. people would be coming out of the woodwork to be like, "What are you doing with your life? Can I help?" Um, and you know, meanwhile, I was like, you know, I mean, I, I, I was on my way to like. You were you know, slowly, slowly killing yourself, right? You know, honestly. and but no one was saying it. But Farley was like, like literally, I, I could probably, you know, it's yep. like two or three people that actually said something to me about it, and and Farley was one of them to to his credit. I appreciate yeah. that, and you mentioned that to me uh, when I saw you a couple weeks ago, and I thought another interesting uh, tidbit that you said was that now that you've gotten in shape, you've heard feedback yeah well um i i i think the i mean with the one thing i've been hearing a little bit recently is like you know josh maybe you've gone a little bit too far or are you gonna be <laughs> and i'm like i mean look at, i'm not like at all even close to anorexic like no. I, I could you know i'm i'm trying to maintain the weight that i'm at right now right. right i could definitely healthily afford to lose probably another you know, five to ten sure. pounds, maybe even more than that. You know, like I'm not even close to the point that you would worry about it, right? Right. But it just seemed weird to me. It seems weird to me that um, people are concerned about my health 
right now. No one ever said anything before, and I'm like, right. I'm the healthiest I've been in yeah. two decades right, right. now, right? Um, uh, but you know, uh, people weren't that concerned about it before. You know, that's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, so take us back. You're 220 some pounds, and you're just getting started. And how did running play a role? And and obviously it was diet, but obviously also it had to be exercise. How how did running play a role? That's one question. Also. Uh, you obviously had to start pretty slow with the running, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so I didn't even start running uh, at first, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and if I could have done it over again, I probably would have. Um, there's a thing that I, I read about, I, I don't know, at some point after I had been running already, but you guys have probably heard of it before. This, there's a program called Couch to 5K, right? right? Which is, you know, you can, you know, it's sort of designed, I think, with. You know, people who are pretty obese. Someone like you in mind. In mind. Um, You know, and I didn't, I didn't know about the time, but you know, I didn't start running right away because candidly, I, I I was worried I would hurt myself. Right. Um, I mean, I was really overweight. Uh, So I started just kind of walking a lot. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And then kind of doing a little, you know, different kind of cardio exercises. I'm not ashamed to admit like early on, like last, you know, January, February, I was playing one of those cheesy dance games on the Xbox. <laughs> nice. But, you know, it, it, hey, uh, uh, you know, it's a little embarrassing to admit, but, hey, it got me moving. No. What's your high score? Uh, <laughs> I, 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 you know, I don't know. Like, there, one of them was, like, the Gagnum style dance, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like I could do that one pretty well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he scored well. Uh, yeah. Wh- whatever. It was yeah. fun. It got me moving. I think no, it got your know, heart rate up, man. Got, I yeah. Mean, absolutely. You know? Um uh, and then I, you know, after I'd I'd, I'd lost uh, a little bit of weight and felt like I could handle it, I started going out and running. And it was like slow going at first, right? I mean, it was like, um, you know, I think my early runs, um, you know, a mile, a mile and a half, you right. know, um, and it it felt awful, right? You know, I'm like jogging a mile and a half at like 12 minute mile pace or 13 minute mile pace. Wow. And it felt like uh, miserable. But you know, in terms of you know, you you asked like, how did the running? you know, play a role here. Um, uh, yeah, obviously diet's super important. W- what I found with running was like, there is nothing that I do that per minute invested burns as many calories. Right. Mm-hmm. And losing weight is all about, you got to burn more calories than you eat. Right. And, you know, so, you know, I can go out for a six mile run and that's, you know, 750, 800 calories right. burned. Right. I mean, there's, there's nothing you can do with the same amount of time that'll burn that kind of, uh, you know, um, and even, even compared to other cardio activities, like I just don't get as good of a workout, you know, definitely not doing the, right. the cheesy dance thing or, you know, but even anything else, you know, I, I, I spend a little time in the gym. Like you, you don't, you just don't rack up the, the calories like you do running. Running is just great for, um, you know, getting your heart rate going and, and, uh, burn calories. So what are, what were the early challenges? Was there ever a point where you're like, ah, this isn't worth it or this is not going to work out or talk about some of the struggles that you had. Sure. sure there were some. I think one thing that I learned that I wish I um, had known from the start was that, you know, the weight doesn't come off all slow and steady-like. Right. Right? I mean, you have to be really consistent with your diet and your exercise if you want it to work, right? But it doesn't – the weight doesn't just come off with that consistency. There's this thing that, you know, you Google it and read about it. People talk about it all the time, the whoosh effect, right? I mean, Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you'll – you know, you'll be – Eating at a deficit, which is which is hard, right? I mean, you know, eating eat, eating less calories than you're burning is hard. You know, you 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 feel hungry a lot, right? Um, it's hard to stick with that, and you know, if, if you're weighing yourself every day, which I think you know, a lot of people will advise you not to do that, right? Um, you know, you sometimes sometimes the weight's even going up, right? And you're like, it's just this is really frustrating. It's not working. And then one morning you wake up, and before you even get on the scale, you'll look in the mirror, and you look 
skinnier. Right. And it's like overnight you lost like five pounds or seven pounds <laughs> right. overnight, and that's how you lose weight. Right? But it's, it's not really overnight. You know, because it was the, the the effect of a longer you know process that you've been going through. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It just it sort of appears that right. way, right? But so, you know, you were asking about early frustrations. I mean, that's a big one. Is that you're I'm getting on the scale every morning and expecting things to change, and they don't, and they and it sort of happens all at once. So, um, you know, I I kind of had you know one thing I had to learn through this process is you just you got to be patient and trust that what you're doing is is uh, working and. It's normal to hit plateaus. It's normal to go three weeks without losing a pound, right? Um, and in the long run, it's it's going to work out just fine. Did you have any injuries as you started? You said you started about a mile and a half, 12-minute pace, and now you're doing six- and eight-mile runs and training for the mile. We're going to talk about that in, in a little bit here. But did you have any injuries along the way? Yeah, Um Knock on wood, like nothing uh, totally severe. I think back in March, um, I, I I didn't even get seen seen for it, but I think I had a little bit of uh, sort of tendonitis in the knee. Uh, it sort of came from like, um, I, I you know, I tried to maybe ramp up the running a little bit quick. And, uh, you know, on that, I just I kind of rested for maybe like a week or two and it got better. And, I, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm in my late 30s now, right? So I feel like Every month, there's kind of some new nagging, nagging yeah. kind of yeah. little thing, right. and and you know I found if you just you know sort of baby it a little bit, you know do the the rice right the rice thing, um, uh, you know those tend to go away. So not but knock on wood, I haven't had any like you know anything severe that's required me to take a lot. Of yeah, time. and I think um, you know just for the listeners, we ha- we see a lot of people in the shop that will try to do the same exercise regimen that they were doing when they were twenty and. Yep. And they're 38, and you know you're just not going to be able to do it at least initially. So it's good that you uh, built in, uh, you know, build in, build in slowly and incrementally uh, increased your mileage. How much mileage would you say you're running now? Yeah, um, I, I'm. I am. So this week I'll hit 33 miles. Right. I've, I've been doing about 30 consistently, and right now with what I'm trying to do with my training, I, I want to. I want to work up to about 40 miles a week is the goal right now. But it's been I've been pretty consistently at 30 for a little while. So diet obviously was a big thing. So we talked about the steak and cheeses. <laughs> kind of obviously those are are probably uh, not as frequent anymore. I mean you could cheat every once in a while with a with a nice foot long steak and cheese. But uh, yeah, talk about how that's uh, how that that process has been too with what you've been eating. Yeah, I mean, I basically had to totally, completely reinvent how I eat, mm-hmm. right? I mean, I think one of the things I learned early on was, you know, what matters is the total calorie consumption, right? So you could, by the way, you could lose a lot of weight and you could eat steak and cheeses a lot, <laughs> right, right? I mean, right. it's possible, right? You know, the challenge is, is that one of those is probably going to have like 1,500 calories in it. And, um, you know, that's basically almost all you're eating for the whole day if you want to, which would be a hard way to go about it, right? So first, I wasn't even really that focused on what I was eating. I was just trying to eat a lot less, right? And then, you know, kind of along the way, I kind of learned like, um, you know, well, this has that many calories and this has that many and I'm going to feel so much fuller if I eat this other thing, right? So I kind of learned along the way that, um, you know, I mean, right now I'm I'm like eating a ton of vegetables, Mm -hmm. um, a lot of lean meats. I mean, I eat a ton, ton of chicken, um, uh, you know, good deal of fish, uh, a little bit of seafood here and there. Um, do you count your calories? I do. I yeah. do actually. I, I count them right now. Um, uh, and I actually think that's pretty important. Where I find it valuable is not as much. I think you can do fine just sort of estimating them. 
But I don't think I would have learned how to estimate them accurately if I hadn't started counting, you know. So, I, you know, right now, like, I'll give you an example. Like, I went out, uh, I met my business partner for lunch yesterday, and um, I got, like, fish tacos at this restaurant, right? right. And was, it was pretty easy for me to eyeball and be like, it's about a half a cup of rice, a half a cup of refried beans, three corn tortillas, and then about four ounces of fish, right? I could mm-hmm. sort of do that all in my head and sort of figure out, like, oh, I probably just had a 600-calorie meal, right? Right. I, I don't think I would have known how to do that if I hadn't started with, you know, you sort of have to get through that struggle of actually counting them, right, and understanding what's in the foods that you eat, right? So when you're changing your diet, I also feel like it impacts a lot the people that are around you, and you're uh, married and you have kids. Yeah. So how was the change in what it's gotta you It's got to be awful yeah. for them. Um, you know, I'll tell you, I, I feel like, you know, my wife's going to listen to this at some point. She's going to kick out of it. So she's – my wife is always – you know, she does most of the cooking and shopping in my mm-hmm. house, right? Or I shouldn't say most of it. She does basically all of all it. All of it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds <laughs> um, about right. Except for those steak and cheese. Except for the did. steak and cheese. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and the crazy thing is she has always been a healthy eater, right? So she's big on, you know, she's kind of big on like the Mediterranean mm-hmm. diet, you know, kind of thing. And, um, you know, so as far as how it changed it, like, you know, I'll tell you a really embarrassing story. Um uh, I remember like one day last year, I sat down at the dinner table and there's like three different vegetables out and then some kind of bean legume thing. There was no meat on the table and I was just like, I can't eat this to dinner. And I literally got up, got my keys, drove to McDonald's, bought a Big Mac meal, came back and had that for dinner with my family. I was just like, I can't eat this, right? So Wow. Um, <laughs> this was obviously before the transformation. Right, right. This was 220-pound Josh. 220-pound <laughs> angry Josh. Man. Right, right. Um, uh, and so, you know, I mean, part of it's just been like now I can – uh, I can eat a lot more. I, I, I'm happy eating a lot more of what she was making. Um, and I, I feel like, but you know, now it's sort of gone the other end. Like I, I get a little, you know, like one of the things we'll. Now she puts the vegetables is, on the table, and you're like, "I can't eat this. It's not healthy enough." And you storm out. <laughs> no, and well, we go we, raid the. We have that discussion now. I mean, she, you know, she likes to cook with a lot of oil, right? And I'm like, oil's a pretty, you know, high calorie thing. Like, you know, a little bit, it's you know, okay, but, um, you know, I want to know what's in it, right? And that's like the other battle. Like, she'll make something, and I'll be like, you know, exactly. Tell me exactly how many. It's <laughs> like, it's awesome. You know, how much yogurt went into this thing? Yeah. You know, I need to know. I need to add it up. You know, so, um, that's been the harder part. But you know, I mean. You know, listening to your show, I think who was on? I think when you had Matt Sensorist on, you guys were talking yeah. about how like you know it always takes a village. Like everyone yeah. sort of always supported. Um, you know, no question. And one of the things that enabled me to be successful in losing weight was that my wife was really supportive. I mean, she changed all the stuff that she was buying. She stopped mm-hmm. buying a bunch of the unhealthy snacks that I was like binging on every night. Uh, she started buying the things that I was you know eager to eat. Um, uh, you know, and I, you know, I'm sure it would have been possible without that kind of support, but it would, that, you know, it was for me, it was really essential that I got that kind of help. You've, uh, mentioned kind of metrics and benchmarking stuff a few times here. Uh, you mentioned your, your Microsoft, um, what do you call it? The band. The, the yeah. band. Uh-huh. You, you mentioned, uh, you know, weighing yourself, you mentioned counting calories, you know, how important has that been for you to to see these these metrics and these metrics kind of continue to get better along the way? Yeah, I love it, right? Yeah. And I mean, and even with the running too, right? I mean, when I was a high school runner, right, you didn't run an interval workout and then you know go back home and like log in and get you know right. a report about your heart rate and whatever <laughs> right, right. else. Um, and I think all that's great, you yeah. know. I mean, I you know I'm 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 an engineer, so I mean I love numbers and I love metrics and. 
you know, I I don't know that they're essential, but they're they're fun. I yeah, mean, that's that's how I would look at. No, it. No, I agree. I mean, I think it's help help a lot of me and customers stay motivated to to see kind of where you're at and yep. to see that progress. So that's great to see that. Yeah, you I mean, I'll tell you the thing that's like great is like, you know, every once in a while I'll go back and I'll look at like a run I did from July, right? You know, compare my pace, the heart rate, like, you know, all of that to, you know, what I'm doing now. And I'm like, oh, you know, that's just that's just a way to make yourself feel good. You right. Know, just to look at, How you know, compare you the metrics right. before and, 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 and see and the after. improvement there yeah. as well. Yeah. 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 I think well, that, that probably helps a lot when when you're in that stage, when you're not really losing weight just yet. When I think yes. you could see like, well, I'm doing so many more steps than I did before. Like, even yep. if you don't see the change just yet, you know, it's coming. You know, it's coming. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep. Um, one thing that's probably hard to measure, but I can see is 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 definitely better is your energy level. I mean, you got to oh, yeah. agree that your energy level oh, is, yeah. is much better, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, and it was so bad before. I remember being in. I was in like a, we were in like a sales pitch and um, sitting around a conference table, and I had like a really good idea, and I was like. <laughs> Too lazy to even – and lazy might not be the right word. I was just like too tired to even get up and go to the whiteboard and sort of draw it out. So I was kind of just trying to draw it on pen and paper in front of me. And I like literally did not have the energy to get up from a conference table and walk to a whiteboard. Man, the worst was um, you know, with my kids. Right. Right? I mean they want to you know, sort of play rough and run around and – you know, spend time with them just sort of lying on the couch and sort of <laughs> gesticulating at them, you know? And now I'm actually, like, I'm up and moving with them. And, you know, on the weekends we go, you know, w- walking all over the place and do stuff. And, yeah, I mean, that's gotten way better. I mean, it's crazy. You can't even compare it. Like, I feel like that's a awesome. different person. Yeah. Yeah, no, you definitely are. Uh, and, and you've taken it to the next level with, with your training, too, where you're – you're actually you've got real goals and and I wanted to to talk a little about your your mile training your your training with with a buddy of ours uh Mike Matthews and, yep. and you're actually going after trying to run a pretty fast mile yeah. what 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 have you been doing and how fast have you you run recently yeah so my best time recently I ran a 535 recently um, and you, I mean, you many, just, he told us he was doing 12 minute miles a year ago. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm real happy with how that's coming along. Um, you know, I was doing, uh, so, you know, I did about, uh, eight week period of doing track workouts twice a week to get down to that mm-hmm. 535. Um, you know, I mean, that's not going to set any records or I'm sure that's probably not even going to impress a lot of your, your listeners to 535, but, um, <laughs> it, it impressed uh, the host. It, it, yeah. uh, <laughs> You know, I mean, uh, uh, you know, what I'd done is I'd sort of gone out and, uh, you know, Mike and I did a, a time trial before I started running a lot of track workouts. Okay. Right. Uh, and that was just barely managed to sneak under six minutes there, mm-hmm. uh, 59. And then, you know, I did about, um, you know, eight weeks on the track running a lot of workouts. And I was hoping just to go under like 545. Right. And, and uh, you know, we had a great day and ran 535. I was really excited about that. What um, were your splits? Oh man, not not necessarily broken down, but just just curious. Was it was it pretty even or, or? no? No, um, we ran it totally the hard way. Right. I think um, I can't, I, a positive I, split. The 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 um, yeah right yeah. Like we came through the half. I can, my brain is failing me as far as what the what the number would have been, but we came through the half at like five twenty pace, right? Right, and then it's just so <laughs> just trying to like hang on for that, you know, the last the last two laps. That was yeah. It was so you came way. through, yeah, two forty, and then right, yeah, but exactly. St- but still, I mean, still, you came back and ran. You know, I don't know. We don't do math on this show, docs, but 
Send it to the scientists. You, you two engineers should be able to. 245 or something. Second, no, that would be 225. So it would be 230. There's no, no way to verify 255 this, for that second. There's no second way to verify math. it. Yeah, well, I'm going to do some quick math on that. So oh, I'll give Lord. you the splits. But, <laughs> but still, either way, getting to getting to 535, if you positive split like that, I think if you ran more even, maybe you're closer to 530. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. I think so. I think so. Um but I mean, that's part of I, I, you know, I I feel like when I was in high school, like I had never really conquered that race. I was a pretty good two miler in high school. What's that? I, a five thirty five? Well, no, I definitely <laughs> ran faster than five thirty five in high school. But um, I never really like run my best at that race. You know, mm-hmm. so it was part of you know when I was thinking about like, well, I want to set a running goal. What should that running goal be? Part of what went into that for me was like. Um, you know, I was never really great at the mile. So mm-hmm. part of the fun of this is learning how to do it. And obviously I got a ways, there's a ways to improve sure. there. I can learn how to go a little bit slower, you know, go out a little bit slower. Um, that, you know, that's, so what's your goal right now? Yeah. So I want to go sub five, but before uh-huh. my 40th birthday, that's, uh-huh. uh, that's, that's, that's the big one right now. Um, well, since you and I ran against each other in high school, you got plenty of time. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because Docs, 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 Docs and I were, were competitors. Yeah, so school, Docs yeah. is twenty four, so you know, <laughs> that means you're you're probably twenty three. So. Twenty four? Yeah, Do you have a birthday? Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe he's twenty three. I don't. Yeah. I don't remember. Um, take us through like what a, what a typical day is for you now versus what a typical day was for Josh Blanchard. You know, a year and a half ago. Yeah. Um. You know, I'll tell you, not a ton of things have changed. Okay. Right. I was a night owl before. Mm-hmm. I'm a night owl now, right? Um, I think I might be getting up a little bit earlier and going to bed a little bit earlier than before. But, um, you know, I still, you know, relative to everyone else, you know, sleep in a little bit later and stay up a little bit later. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still working pretty hard. I think the one big difference is just I've got to find time uh, in my day to work out, right? right. Um, <clears throat> and that's usually, uh, you know, that's usually kind of like in the late evening is, is, is typically when I go out, but not always, you know, if I, uh, if I have a, hole in my schedule in the in the middle of the day and i can get out and do a run i'll i'll do it then um so like you you know you're running at lunch which obviously wasn't happening before you're coming home and running which obviously wasn't happening before you packing a lunch now are you working from home and then just eating better at home or how's the how's the food intake yeah so i work at home a lot not every day right um and and that definitely helps right because you have sort of full control of of Mm -hmm. what you eat then right um you know, on the food front, like that certainly changed, right? Is that, you know, and, and I mean, honestly now, like I'm hesitant to schedule lunch meetings, right? Just right. cause it's, it's a drag, right? Like I'm going to go to this restaurant with all this great food and I'm going to like be looking at like the, <laughs> the salmon salad or right. whatever it is. Right? right. Um, uh, uh, but you know, I mean, it, you know, it hadn't like honestly hadn't changed, uh, um, a ton. I mean, I was eating a lot of meals at home before. I was just like, you know, instead of making myself a salad, right? I'm like going and pulling hot pockets out of the right, freezer right. or something. You know, right? Uh, but it's still, I'm you know, still eating in the same place. Is so. there anything that you feel like you've compromised now that you were able to do before that you're not able to do now? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't have as much time, right? Okay, um, so I it's mean, just time. So yeah. you know, I mean, exercising and and all that. I mean, it, that that yeah, that carries a time cost, right? Um, uh. <laughs> You know, I I used to you know be a little bit of a gamer. I find I 
almost have no time for that anymore. Okay. I, probably, I just was laughing because I know you. Yeah, I'm not a gamer. <laughs> I'm just not a gamer. Yeah, there's the, the episode where you're talking about Game of Thrones and you're yeah. like, yeah. it's got Game and Thrones. Yeah. Yeah. Two I'm things. Not, yeah. you know, I'm like, those are like two yeah. of my favorite things. Dude. Yeah, see, <laughs> we can relate on but, other things. The running thing we can relate on. Right, yeah, not, not the, that. Um, but, you know, I mean, I, honestly, like, I, you know, I, I just don't have as much – and you don't have as much and, time. And yeah. I would argue – I mean I just think you're not giving up. It, it's funny. You would think – a lot of people do think that they're giving up so much because they have to eat better. They have to yeah. uh, you know, work out more. And yeah, there is a time – obviously, there, there's going to be a time commitment that you're going to, going to need to, 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 to take if you're going to be in shape. But you really don't miss out on a lot of stuff. No, let me – I mean let me tell you this. Like – okay. I definitely ended up, you know, like almost completely putting that hobby aside. I mean, every once in a while, I'll, you know, get on the Xbox and play a little bit, right? right? But I was doing more of that before, and that's really where the biggest, you know, amount of time I think for this has come from. But I never had a moment where I was like, I have to put, you know, like where I had, to, there was never a moment where I felt like I had to deprive myself of right. it. It just sort of happened that I was doing less of it. Like it wasn't. It didn't feel like giving up anything. Right. Does that make sense? Totally. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of and, – and for for people listening, I think that's a lot of it is that you start to really change your priorities. And now all of a sudden you don't miss the steak and cheese yes. or the gaming yes. or the hamburger from McDonald's. Yeah. It's, just, it's just kind of what you do and it's a new normal and – you actually feel good about the new normal. Now you don't want that steak and cheese yes. because you know you're going to feel like crap when you run. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. No, I mean, that's so, I feel like that's so true, right? Yeah. I think, you know, the way to do it is to f- focus on, you know, rather than focus on the, the not doing, um, something, you got to focus on the things that you want to do. And that just makes it way easier and way more positive. Right. No doubt. All right, Docs always has a few questions uh, for our our our, our guests. And um, I'm sure I also today is, I just have one. question. I'm sure today is well. no different. And Joanna, all right, go yeah. ahead. Joanna, you go you, first. You go yeah, first. I just have one question. Okay. So I did not know until this moment that you also went to UVA. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, do you know who Mark Twain is? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. Do you know? Um, can so you name one book uh, that he's written? <sighs> See, he's an engineer. I mean. He's an engineer, I, so no, I you know I'm darn it. Or he's, and he, I, he's know, either an engineer. He's making me feel good. I <laughs> listened to this episode where you guys were talking, uh, yeah. grief and Chris for that. So yeah. I, I totally could have had a canned answer here for yeah. you, and I'm yeah. gonna completely we put on the spot. Yeah, uh, good, good. See, I you know what. You know what? I know your dad is is again. Uh, wait, uh, wait, Huckleberry Finn. That was a Mark Twain. Yeah. 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 All right, yeah. there we go. Uh-huh. All right. Uh-huh. All right. So Peter, <laughs> Peter, right, all right. I think he was just trying to make me feel good. Thank you, Josh. I, I, I appreciate it. All right. So that's that question. What do you got, Docs? Well, I mean, I'm having trouble forming this into a question. Okay. So I, I might channel my inner Chris Farley. Okay. Uh, the actor, not the, uh, oh, not, not <laughs> not the, host. the podcast yeah, host. Okay. But I wanted to go way back because we have a few loyal listeners that would be really upset with me if I didn't, if I didn't talk about You're this. going like high school Uh-oh. days. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because I got a great quote from your high school coach in response to something written in, in the paper by Preston Williams. Now, who was, who was the, your high school coach? Coach Windsor? Yeah. Wow. Windsor. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, this is, I mean, it's from the article. I didn't, okay. I didn't, yeah. reach out. Yeah. I didn't do any research it's for this. It's not that kind of show. Great. Yeah. 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 He's a great coach, that guy. Yeah. yeah. In, the, in the article, this is after your junior year, after the cross-country season, your junior year, Preston Williams said, 
Lake Braddock's runners all eventually passed the West Springfield runners on the four-and-a-half-hour bus ride home. And then Windsor said, it was a long ride home. I guarantee uh, that bunch was enjoying themselves. Remember that? What? Remember that? I, I don't know. What, 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 what four were we talking hour? about? Yeah, after the state meet your junior year in cross country. State meet my junior year in cross country. Mm-hmm. Okay, so must have, West Springfield must have took it to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. it was a long ride home for mm-hmm. the break, Lake Braddock Bruins. Yep. Yeah. But you guys passed us on the, on the highway on the way home. So you're saying they passed, they finally were able they to pass us. They finally passed us okay. on the way home. Was that actually yeah. written in a, yeah. in, in a real like publication? I mean, Docs is now showing me. Did you get me, that from wow. um, Microfiche? <laughs> yeah. I mean, seriously, this looks like. Uh, so where did we finish in that meet? Maybe second third. or third overall? Yeah. 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 I don't think we ever won a state championship when I was there. I don't. I mean. No, because no. West Springfield won them after that as well. Yeah. 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 West Springfield and T.C. Williams. Those mm-hmm. were the those were the two high schools. This we is definitely. I mean, we, were a, we were a competitive program for I'm, sure. I'm reading this article. This is a from a. Springfield slant. This no, wasn't from. <laughs> this wasn't from somebody from Burke, Virginia. I'm sure. Well, because we won. All right. Well, that was know. that was the the Fairfax Journal or whatever. Oh, okay. All right. Um, All right. That's crazy. That you, yeah. Well, you'll. I, I want to at least read the article when you're yeah. uh, when we're done here. Docs man. was quoted for you. Yeah. 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 Awesome. Yeah. Actually, my quoted. my quote in there was. I think that was the first time I had any press and and. Uh, my quote is just such a, an a-hole, if you could believe that. Yeah, shocking, <laughs> shocking. <laughs> All right, so, so I mean, we, what I was trying to say. Let me let me see that real quick. Oh, that one was at uh, Virginia Tech. That was a yeah. that was a rough, yeah, rough, it was a rough day. It was like Bruins, huh? And well, it was. I mean, I don't know why. Every time I go to Blacksburg, it's always so darn cold in Blacksburg. Yeah. It's awful. Right? And uh, you know that meat was probably like it in rained November's. as well. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I just for these three UVA guys, we can all relate to Blacksburg being miserable. Yeah. 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 Exactly. No I don't. I seriously don't know why people want to go there. <laughs> I don't either. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't either. Um, this this was my quote, uh, and I was trying to say something else, but you know, just being a young unseasoned, Brazen. yeah, well, unseasoned, unseasoned, yeah, because he he was asking me about like you know our confidence going into the race because actually Lake Braddock had beat us you know the whole season. Oh really? And, okay. And he said, and I said, even though Lake Braddock was winning a lot of meets. We knew those didn't mean anything. Wow. <laughs> Which is like Take not what I was Blanchard. trying to say. I was yeah. trying to say like, well, we had confidence going into the race. We didn't we weren't like you know, we yeah. felt like we could we could beat them and, and but instead I was like, Yeah, we knew those didn't mean anything. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow. So Yeah, well Glory Days. Oh yeah, this is where we insert the Blue Springsteen yeah. Glory Days song. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's been a thrilling discussion for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, Docs, that was good. Anything else you got for Blanchard? Nope, that's it. All right, I didn't know if you want to take another <laughs> another shot at uh, another shot at him um, in, in his high school days, but that's fine. Uh, all right, Josh, so you're training for the mile and running, uh, trying to run under five minutes. We should set something up where we all get a, a number of people out there. And watch him do this mile, or are you or are you going to do it at a uh, at, at a mile race? Or yeah, I haven't I, you know I haven't figured it out yet. I just I just know you know I, w- I yeah. want to get there, but um, I, I you know I would love to do it at a race or okay. something like that, right? I I was thinking if you 
if you did the beer mile, would that unhinge all of your success? Uh, is that possibly put you on the wrong track? <laughs> yeah. it, I, I don't, you know, I, I haven't like cut out the alcohol or anything, right? So I don't, I don't think it would unhinge it uh, uh-huh. or anything. I just, it doesn't seem like a lot of fun, man. The beer <laughs> mile. <I guess. laughs> I was listening to, to to Lewis talk the other day, and man, I was like, that just, oh, that seems miserable, right? Yeah. Well, we'll we'll have to we'll have to set something up. It will where we can uh, watch Josh try to go after the five minute uh, mile barrier. So when when do you think you'll be ready yeah, to, as you to progress, go for Yeah, you'll I, have to you know, let us I don't know. know. So and it's it's by the way, there's actually two goals, right? The, the, mm-hmm. the second one is uh, you know I've I've been lifting a little bit of weights too, and so I have a goal there too, right? And so I'm trying to sort of juggle them in conjunction. That's the fun. I think the mile on its own, like I you know I might be able to if that was all I focused on was the running. Um, you know, I, I might be able to get there a little bit quicker. So as far as when, you know, I, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm, uh, um, you know, it might not be till, uh, you know, 2017 that I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do that. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Or maybe, maybe I'll surprise myself. I'm ready to do it next summer. We'll see. Do you have like, do you, do you and Mike have like track race races on the schedule? Do you say like, okay, we're doing the mile on this date and we're doing the mile on this date? Um, I don't think it's been that formal. We've just kind of been getting together, like on uh, um, you know the odd Saturday morning, uh-huh. and, and running together right now. Um, and right now, after we ran that uh, that five thirty five, I actually I told him ahead of that race. I was like, "Yo, here's the deal. Um, if I go under five forty five, then the rest of the winter, all I'm going to focus on is just base building. Right? We're gonna mm-hmm. we're gonna put the track workouts aside for a little while." Um, and you know, if I'm between five forty five and five fifty five, then you know that's a you know different story or whatever. So right now, we're, you know, right now I'm just focused on just kind of getting the mileage up. So your um, your motivation was to reach that goal, and Mike's motivation was to stop doing track workouts. I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, and, and honestly, I, you know. He can run. I'm certain he can run. You know, he was telling me after that race, he's like, "Man, Blanchard, I'm, you know, I'm feeling a little bit sore." But I'm like, I think he could probably yeah, go out. He could go run under uh, five minutes. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, you know, he's in shape enough where you know that wasn't you know a, uh, a major effort for him. Um, uh, so I'm sure he's just as happy running my slow track workouts as you know as uh, uh, you know running my slower six mile pace or whatever. Um, but you know, anyway, to your question about, do we have things planned? Um, I, I, I want to get some stuff on the schedule. So right now we're just focusing on kind of building the base. I, I, I'm thinking, you know, maybe early this spring doing a couple road races maybe. And then, mm-hmm. um, uh, uh, I'd like to get in and actually run like a real meet maybe, um, yeah. you know, later in the like, spring, I just don't know what's out there. In the yet. summer, yeah. they have all those yeah, all comers meet 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 stuff. And yeah. I mean, I remember, I think you and I actually ran in an all comers meet like right after high school. I feel yeah. like I, I remember something like that. So. But I don't. I don't know when any of those are yet. You know. I'll I'll, I'll dig up the microfiche and see how we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll have to uh, keep tabs on Josh as he as he progresses. Uh, I have to say, dude, you're one of the most unlikely people that I know from Virginia who I would have thought is going to go after the five minute mile. <laughs> I literally would not have put you up there at the top of the list. Who is at the top of your list? Um. I don't know. Mark I, Twain? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> or Samuel Clemens. But uh, yeah. I, it's so impressive, man. And that that is that is awesome. Proud of you. I'm glad that I was uh, a part. Yeah, and man. You, you were. Yeah, you were. I, you I were. really feel, feel Just for the record, you've inspired Farley to harass me about my fitness. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, good. Seriously. Good. That's great, man. We should have yeah. a showdown here in, a, yeah. in, in, in the next six months. But all right, Josh. Really appreciate uh, you sharing this inspirational story. And uh, – 
We'll have to keep tabs. Are you on Twitter or anything like that? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm right. on Twitter. I, right. I should. I. I. I uh, I'll, I'll, What's the Twitter handle? Uh, shoot. What is my? T- I think I'm Blanchard Josh. Blanchard Josh. Yeah. So Blanchard Josh on Twitter. He obviously doesn't tweet much. Nope. But maybe he can tweet out results as he uh, as he as he gets them. Yeah. So sure. Of, sure. I listeners can follow. Be happy to share them with you guys. Yeah, tweet him. Tweet him at the show. Okay. At the yeah. Tweet yeah. him at Pace the Nation. And we'll send out a couple pictures. You're gonna have to get us a couple pictures before and after. Oh right. Okay. And, uh, and show. Uh, what the the old Josh and the new Swelt Josh looks like. Sure, and sure. we can uh, send those out at Pace the Nation, dude. Thanks for joining us. Appreciate hey, thanks for having me on. All right, that's Josh Blanchard. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with Pace the Nation. Thanks again to Josh Blanchard for joining us. Great to see Josh. A lot of energy. Man, he's a changed man. He's doing great. I saw him on the WNOD trail. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I don't know, like a month ago, I believe. Maybe maybe even, even longer. And uh, I had talked to one of our mutual friends about how he was totally into fitness now. Yep. Um, but that was the first time I had seen him so since, you know, since he started uh, working out like this. And the funny thing was that when he saw me, he looked like he didn't recognize me. <laughs> and I was like, you're the one who lost 75 pounds. That's great. Yeah, no, it's been, a, it's been a great transformation. We'll tweet out some pictures. And you can follow him at Blanchard Josh on Twitter. And actually, even his Twitter avatar picture, you can see uh, a pretty significant difference from what we saw today. So speaking of Twitter, Joanna... Mm-hmm. Nice transition there. Really smooth and, and Thank you. Uh, yeah. Thank you. Well, let's get to the tweets of the mm-hmm. week. Okay, so tweets of the week. Um so we had some feedback from the Star Wars discussion. Oh man. Yeah, so for instance, my brother uh tweeted a picture of Darth Vader and he said we find your lack of Star Wars faith disturbing. Sorry. Sorry, brother Russo. But Neon Lights, Andy, um, he agrees with you for the first time. My guy. Yeah, he said we're on the same page with Star Wars, Game of Thrones, and books. So Andy, Neon Lights, loves Joanna's music, loves Farley's uh, yeah. lack of interest in... in he appreciates uh, my lack of interest. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for him to say something nice about me. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Joanna, no, ha- no need Neon Lights. No problem, Joanna, I have a question. For the holidays, you're gonna be you're gonna be with your family on the holidays, right? I am. Yeah. Uh, do you think that there's gonna be a discussion about who gets mentioned more in the tweets between your dad and your brother? Good question, Docs. Well, will that come up? I'm sure that it will. <laughs> um, but I think that my dad probably has my brother beaten, just because my brother recently started mm-hmm. to embrace. But Twitter. he's making a run right now. He is making a run. When you look at his Twitter page, it's mm-hmm. like all to pace the nation. Right. So. Um, what's your prediction in this race? Um, and and do you think that that uh, are they, are they trying to influence you at all because you're you're reading them because you're, you're yeah uh, it's true she's taking over mm-hmm. the the Twitter um she's gonna come back with like a new watch right uh, right Bright. I don't know what else do people get I don't know I don't know what are things? handbags what are some things a handbag <laughs> I don't know satchels what how many how many episodes <laughs> you have of the a horse. Show? <laughs> No, you're right. I you're would not like a I would like a pony though, uh, a and pony they both know be, that. That's way better yeah. than a handbag. 
Yeah. Um, well, at this point in time, I have to say that while my dad might tweet more, I think my brother's tweets uh, make me laugh more. Step it up, Peter. Ooh. Yeah. Sorry, Dad. Um, and then there was also feedback on Lewis Kent. Uh, people really seemed to embrace the beer mile, um, including my brother, who tweeted the link to it. And he said, further proof that they have more fun in Canada. My brother really likes Canada. He thinks Canada is awesome. He sent us the maple water way back once upon a time. Ooh, see if he can bribe you with maple water. Yeah, well, I actually thought it was pretty good. I know. It is good. Well, I, I, can, agree. I can bring back maple water. Okay. Yeah. Look forward to that. Just <laughs> don't bring it on your carry-on. Yeah. I won't. Um, Kevin King and Satya both really enjoyed uh, the Lewis Kent episode. Thank you, King. Thank you, Satya. Uh, Steve Lyko did point out that Miller Lite would not be beer mile eligible. I know, Steve. Have we mentioned that on the show? Yeah, well, we we are... Uh, we already said that. Well, he's saying fact check. Is, he, is it like a fact confirmation? But we didn't have the exact percentage of alcohol. That's true. Yeah, Steve gave us the exact percentage. Yeah, I'm looking for a new beer. Maybe it's the Amsterdam Blonde that Lewis likes. Maybe I'll try that. Uh, Midpack Biped also... He enjoyed hearing the weekly running update, but he wants to know if we can get William E. Docks a coach. Uh did he mention that I I would yeah you're not an option to, oh, I'm not an option okay I, I would I I would coach him but I'm not an option you're not an option I I wouldn't listen to you that's I, good. I, I agree with Midpack that that's not an option <laughs> all right um, good good idea Midpack I guess I'm not an option because let's work on that listen. I'm I'm open to that I'm open to coaching uh, I need a I need a fitness trainer yeah I need a a you uh, got a dietitian Sam a dietitian yeah. and and a uh, running coach okay and and let's see if I can break Josh Blanchard's rec- record for uh, most pounds lost in a year by a UVA graduate who knows who Mark Twain is. <laughs> I'm not sure you've got 70 to lose, Docs. Go for it. I'll go for it. <laughs> you would. Let's, let's make this happen. All right. I do like the idea of you and Josh squaring off. In a mile? In a mile, yeah. Well, not right now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, yeah, you, we'll get you a coach and then we'll yeah, see Yeah, we'll get you happens. a coach and then we'll do that. All right. All right. Let's do it. Coaches tweet us in at Pace the Nation. Docs <laughs> is looking for a coach and you can follow him on Twitter at William E. Docs. Um, Lawrence Soto also said, episode 32 of Pace the Nation, hearing Run Pacer talk about tardiness is comical in all caps. If I had a nickel every time he was late, I'd own a yacht. Yeah, that was pretty good, Lawrence. That, he's my trainer. And uh, shocking to you guys, I show up a little bit late when I go to my sessions. Uh-huh. A little bit. But, you, at le- but at least you show up. I do show up. Yeah, unlike I'm, I'm there, Joanna. If you had a if you had a house full of nickels, would you buy a yacht with that? No. What What would you buy? I'd buy a house. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, you already have it's a house. Pretty, it's pretty good. I don't own Housi- it though. Housing the nickels. <laughs> yeah, I just I just need a separate house <laughs> for the nickels. Um, you remember on the last show, we also talked about our favorite books and movies. So my dad also tweeted in um, that his favorite book movie is The Chariots of Fire and then Lombardi's Run to Daylight. Yeah, he says that Chariots of Fire is way before his time, but I think I think that's timeless. Yeah, I, I agree. Could, we watched that. I agree. It's a period piece, and I could I can get down with it. Oh, it is a period piece. That's the one thing. That's the one period piece I can get did down you, with. Did you like that they went to Europe on a boat? I don't recall how they went. But. Well, I mean, that's that's almost horse and buggy. Yeah. Well, maybe I am losing it for it. Um, <laughs> I just remember running on the beach, and that was sort of inspiring. So that was my favorite part. I probably slept through the boat part. Um, then 
We also tweeted out about the happy hour that Chris won't be attending. Mm -hmm. Um, It is going to be an ugly sweater theme on next Thursday, December 17th at Blackjack starting at 7 p.m. And I totally botched Blackjack last week on the show. I always get it confused with Jack Rose. Jack Rose is the one that's at the bottom of Adams Morgan. But Blackjack is on um, 14th Street right by that Whole Foods. Right. Okay, so um, we're not going to go hang out with 19-year-olds. We're not, no. no. All right, good. Yeah. Unless we have uh, any 19-year-old <laughs> listeners, in in which case... They're welcome to come. You're welcome to come. I'm not sure Are they, we, can I'm we encourage sure they, that? I'm not sure they can get in the bar. Oh, this that's isn't, true. This isn't Canada. True. All right, well, our, our January podcast happy hour will be in Toronto. <laughs> okay, perfect. <laughs> and then um, Midpack Bipad also tweeted a picture of his calendar um and he set an alert he set two alerts actually yeah and he also wrote uh i think in the what the actual event is at pace the nation for shandies yeah brilliant i love that (laughs) pretty funny mid-pack i gotta give it to you in one sense you uh gave me some shine and some props by following my directions and setting your alert Wait, were those your directions? Yeah, they're yeah, my they're, directions. Oh, I, I told them to the actually. says, followed William E. Dox's instructions. All right, mid-pack. Um, you're my guy, but uh, take it easy. Easy now. Shandies. Let's just take a vote. Who thought that that was a good tweet? I vote yay. Yay. Uh, okay, who said nay? Yeah, you got one nay over here. Mid-pack, you won two votes to one. <laughs> Great tweet. <laughs> Um, so we'll end the tweets on a high note. That's uh, all the chatter for this week. I, I did want to mention that uh, Charlie Band texted me, and he said he listened to the Thanksgiving podcast while he was running on the side of the mountain in Colorado Springs yesterday, and he got to the part where I was trying to talk really fast to mess with the guy who listens at two times. And that was right about the time he's breathing his hardest, and he thought he was going to pass out. He's laughing so hard. Uh, I brought that up because it gave me a little bit of shine and some props, which I like to do. But I also, I didn't know that Charlie uh, ran while listening to podcasts. So that or was to listen me. to podcasts while he runs. Also, uh, Run Washington tweeted in a movie clip that he said might be more of my cinema speed. It was uh, a clip of My Cousin Vinny. And pretty funny. Yeah, that's about right. I do I do kind of like courtroom dramas. Yeah, you said that last time. Yeah. So, yeah, that is more my speed. So, remember when you thank wanted, you, Charlie. Remember when you wanted me to put together a, a greatest hits show? <laughs> you, you, you're basically doing it right now. I do. I would love a greatest hits show. Yeah. Uh, you know, because we, we'll talk about our, our, our holiday schedule right now. Obviously, I'm going to be in ta- uh, out of town next week. Joanna's going to be out of town. Uh, so we may have to miss a week. Of shows, uh, my vote was to do a greatest hits, but which would be all work for me. <laughs> um, right. But it, well, we can we source this out? Can we ask our listeners to tweet some of their, their favorite, favorite segments? Yeah, and maybe if, include some uh, numbers. Like when you, in the episode. episode number? If you give an episode number and a and a time range, then yep. then we can look into that. Yeah, episode uh, number time to outsource range. that, and maybe uh, the three of us could make a quick comment. Uh, before the segment, and we you're going to be out of town. It, we could splice it together. Yeah. Uh, there's ways we could do that out of town. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, or or I could just host it myself, or you uh, could host it yourself. Yeah. Um, and, and while I'm sipping on eggnog, right, in in an empty studio, in a Santa suit. 
what I think is <laughs> in my fantasy. What I think is funny is uh, the the idea that we have a greatest hits after yeah. thirty three episodes. Right. But, I mean, like you know who else would like to have a greatest hits? Who Nickelback. <laughs> who? So what do they sing? I get knocked down and get up. Yep, again. that's them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, they also wrote Huckleberry Finn. <laughs> No, that's not that's not who did that. That was the Mighty Mighty Boston's, I believe, right? No, no, no you guys are killing me. Yeah, Chumbawamba. Oh, Chumbawamba. Yeah, they, uh, that's okay. another person who'd like to have a greatest hits because they, they have got a greatest one, hit. They got one song. Yeah. What did the Mighty Mighty Boston's sing? Um, they had like one good yeah, hit too. If right? I ever uh, knocked on wood. Oh, okay. I never had to knock on wood. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I, do I know someone who that did. was a good jam. They, they had, uh, yeah, I, I saw them play at like some festival once, and they okay. have they have like seventeen people in the band. Oh wow! And one of the guys in the band is um, just doing like crazy theatrical dancing, like that not would be not like good stuff, but yeah, he's right. like he's like waving his arms and everything like that. And I heard him talking on a show once where they. I mean, the guy's still in the band and when they got big. And the story behind that is the guy was 17. So he was underage when they did their first show. Mm-hmm. And he's like, you know, one of their buddies and a big fan. So he came out to watch them play. Mm-hmm. And uh, they wouldn't let him in the club. And so they're like, well, he's in the band. And they're like, oh, well, if you're in the band, you can get into the underage. So he had to like, he didn't play an instrument. He had to like do all the mm-hmm. theatrics and stuff like that. And then just kept doing it until they became big and, and he's still and there. He has still no discernible talent. Mm-hmm. He just dances around yeah. kind of awkwardly. Uh, hmm. Yeah. Okay. I never thought that story would come up on this podcast. Right. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you never know what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. Well, to recap there, though, if you do want a best of program, tweet us in what segment the actual time stamp when that segment started that you liked and then when it ended and we'll see if um the three of us can find the time to put that together the three of us uh, yeah maybe the one of us <laughs> yeah. so, like i said like i said earlier farley loves taking credit for other people's work yeah maybe maybe, maybe there's some truth to that <laughs> all right guys this week in the news as it relates to running, the New York City Marathon's in the news. Again? Again. They just had a New York City Marathon. They did. Well, next year it's going to be sponsored by ASICS, but that's going to be the last year it's going to be sponsored by ASICS. ASICS and then what? ASICS confirmed that it's going to end its 25-year partnership with the New York City Marathon. 25 years? And, yeah, and New Balance is poised to replace ASICS footwear as the footwear and apparel sponsor of the New York City Marathon. Why did this change happen? You know, I I think that sponsorships a lot of times kind of run their course after, uh, you know, amount of time. But, uh, you know, I, I'm not sure. I think this is a, this is a great deal for New Balance. Uh, Gene McCarthy, ASICS America president, said that he had a tremendous run with the TCS New York City Marathon over the last quarter century and he'll always hold that amazing runners and his fans near and dear to his heart though it's not easy this was a strategic business decision as the running and marketing landscape continue to change so dramatically so it was just the right time for him do you know how long a deal New Balance is signing 
Uh, I think it's a 10-year deal. 10-year deal? I, I don't have any confirmation on that, but I think it is a 10-year deal. Do you think uh, ASICs signed, uh, originally signed a 25-year deal? No, I, th- <laughs> I think they just had some continuations mm-hmm. of, of the deal over the uh, over over the years. This this article was from the Wall Street Journal. So it's big news making all ki- types of, of news outlets um, that... that uh, New Balance is taking over well, that's, the biggest marathon in the world. That's really encouraging news. So basically that means if you run a New Balance, you get to do the New York City Marathon. <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> if there's any sort of relationship to that. but doesn't work that way? No, I'm not sure. I know that you do run in those three. I, I don't even remember the colors anymore. Um, orange. Orange. Mm-hmm. Black. Black. Mm-hmm. And white. And white. That's yeah. right. Orange, black, and white. So the Vazi, the Zante, and the Borkai. Yeah, we basically Clemson colors without. The we purple. haven't made that <laughs> reference in quite some time. So, uh, if if you don't know what we're talking about, um, get with it. Go yeah. back and listen. To, yeah, who are you? Yeah, <laughs> welcome, to Johnny. The, come lately. Yeah. Any other news or? Also, the USATF announced this week that they are changing the times to qualify for the Olympic marathon trials for the men and women. Uh, the standard now has shifted to a, a little bit slower standard for the men of 219. So you have to run a 219 marathon to qualify for the Olympic trials. And for the women, it's changed to 245. How much of a change is that? So it was 218 for the men and it was mm-hmm. 243 for the women. So the women gained two more minutes and the men got one more they minute? Got one more minute. You think that they didn't have enough qualifiers at this point? No, they they changed it because the... Olympic committee changed their a standard uh, to those times. Oh, okay. So to actually make the Olympic marathon uh, from whatever country across the world, you would have to run at least those standards. So the U.S. Okay. committee figured we should not have a faster time than what the actual that's a standard the, for the Olympics. That's the Olympic a standard. The Olympic a standard two forty five and two nineteen. Wasn't there like like in the nineteen nineties we didn't even have three people that could hit the A standard? <laughs> right. And now it's like the A standard is the, the entry to get into the race. It's come a long way. Yeah, it's come a long way. And do you remember who the one guy was in the nineteen nineties? Uh Rod DeHaven was the one guy. I thought it was Doctor Robert uh Kimpinen. Uh Bob Kimpinen? Uh you know we'll have to chat. I think Rod DeHaven made that one Bob Kempinen, I think, made with a few people. I, I, I can't remember exactly. This was the 96 Olympics where we sent one person. I remember we sent one woman from Alaska that year. Mm-hmm. Um, Does she have a faster or slower time than Rick? <laughs> uh, I actually think she has a little bit slower, but it was close. Yeah. So 73 Americans picked up the Olympic qualifying standard. 73? 73 American runners picked it up just sitting at home <laughs> saying, hey, you're going to be invited to L.A. for the Olympic trials. Wow. So uh, that's kind of nice. You're sitting at home and you just hear that you just made the Olympic trials. Well, maybe they didn't. Maybe they're just finding out now listening to the or podcast. Maybe, <laughs> it's a lot easier than actually having to go out and run uh, 245 or two, uh, 219. Just so that's gonna that's gonna be uh, a crowded race too. A bigger field, but mm-hmm. there there will be. I mean, it's you know the the Olympic cool. trials marathon, which is great. The Olympic trials marathon is, you know, at most a couple hundred runners, and you know, which is a big field uh, for a qualifying event for 
if it was like the, the mile, if it was that would the be mile, a lot. Exactly. That would be a lot of people on the track. But, but in terms of a marathon, you know, yeah. marathon are competed. Marathons are competed with forty thousand people, so mm-hmm. I think they could handle a couple hundred. So seventy three Americans pick up the time. When is the when is the trial? When are the trials? So the February thirteenth. February thirteenth, and in Los Angeles, right? Los Angeles, and uh, we will see. Uh, our buddy Chris K. Talked to him this week. We had him on the show a few weeks ago. It sounds like his training's going great. Twenty miles at five forty-five pace. You know, to those fast guys who are listening, that's probably nothing. But that was one of his recent workouts. Twenty miles at five forty-five pace. Wait well, Chris K. Josh Blanchard can run faster than that in one mile, so I'm not impressed. Good point. Finally, in the news, a cool story from Florida where Meredith McHale. Uh, was out running, and she usually runs the same route every every day, and she saw a burning house, uh, smoke coming out of a house, and so she runs to the to the front door and, you know, knocks on the door. Nobody answers and goes in and finds a woman in there who didn't realize her house was on fire. Uh, the woman had a baby upstairs and runs upstairs, grabs her kid, and makes it out of the house before it burns down. So... Um, the runner did a good deed as, uh, she was running the same route. Pretty cool story. That's insane. Have you ever done anything like that? Docs? Yeah. Joanna? Yes, you have. Yeah. Um, And the dryer goes on the left. Joanna, have you ever, have you ever done anything like that? No. What's, what's the, what's the greatest thing that you've ever done on a run? I mean, this woman doesn't have to do anything else for the rest of her life. That's true. Yeah. Um, greatest thing I've done on a run Ah, you know what I did? Uh, somebody fell right in front of me, and I helped them up. Mm-hmm. I slipped on some ice in front mm-hmm. of me, helped them up on a run one time. Okay, uh, this is amazing. Yeah, this, no, this it story is amazing. Is amazing. Yeah. I, 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 I wonder how this lady didn't know that her house was on fire. I, uh, you know, she said that uh, she was asleep, or her her daughter was asleep, and she was just downstairs and just didn't notice. And she's the the woman, you know, who whose house it was that was on fire claims that uh, that Mikkel saved her life and her daughter's life because she doesn't think she would have noticed had she not come in banging on the door and frantically trying to uh, notify her that her whole house was on fire. Yeah, that's crazy. So it is crazy. And actually, uh, side note on Meredith, uh, she's I think she's wearing a well sell top there, Joanna. Yes, I can confirm that. That's awesome. do, you, do you recognize her from the flock? Is that Joanna? Is that part of your uh, requirement <laughs> right. with Wazelle? You have to save one life each each run. It's true, and I haven't each met run? my quota yet. So <laughs> yeah, each run that's a lot, Docs. Well, I don't, I don't, I'm not in the flock. I don't that's know true. How you don't works. know what the deal is. Tough standards. Well, congratulations to Meredith. Job well done there. All right. Anything else you guys got? I had I had like a lot of really cool stuff, but it looks like we're running out of time. So <laughs> I have well, I have a story that's not running related about my roommate. Okay, is it Do appropriate tell. for the show? Well, it's it's appropriate. It's just weird. Okay. So this um, <clears throat> this week I haven't been getting a lot of sleep, and one some nights it's just like I have too much going on. But one particular night, um, I finally am getting a good night's sleep, and then in the middle of the night. I hear all of this commotion, like yelling, like somebody is being murdered and like all of this banging and knocking around. And so it's when I think about it afterwards, like it just seemed very strange to me. But I I get up 
and I put on my shoes because I was like, this is it. This is the home invasion. Like, I got to got to get ready. Um, so I opened the door and which, then, which shoes did you put on? Um, I, well, the ones that were closest to my bed were New Balance. Uh, okay. So okay. I put on some New Balance shoes. Yeah. And so I opened the door and I go into the hallway and my roommate is standing in the hallway, like in his underwear, cut up and bleeding, breathing like he just ran like a 5k race. Like he's hunched over. He's like breathing really heavily. And I'm like, oh my bleeding, God. bleeding. Yeah. And I'm like, what? Ha- like, are you okay? What happened? And I'm like looking around to see if there's like an intruder in the house somewhere. And then he just keeps going. I'm really sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. So he doesn't ever tell me what happens. And he just goes into his room. So I'm like, okay. Yeah. So I like walk around the house and like, I don't see anything out of place. So I'm like, all right. So I go back to sleep and then I kind of forgot about it. Cause this happened at two thirty four in the morning. Weird. So then I'm sitting at work the next day and it's around like 11 o'clock. And then I'm like, wait, I don't think that was a dream. I think that really happened. So I sent him an email and I was like, dude, did this really happen? And he told me that he had a very realistic dream that somebody came in through the window in his room and that he was fighting them off with a curtain rod. Wow. Isn't that crazy? Mm -hmm. Are you sure he wasn't telling the truth? What do you mean? Why was he bleeding? How did he be bleeding if... Because he he was fighting. He was actually fighting. So he's sleepwalking fighting this. Yeah. And that, wow. and Jamie's lived with me for almost two years now, and he's never sleptwalked before. I never even hear him talking in his sleep. Like this is the the weirdest thing ever. And to him, it still feels really real. Like when he thinks about it, when he retells the story, it's still very very real to him. Wow. But I have to say that if anybody ever broke into our house, like Jamie is ready to fight them, and I have my shoes on, so I'm I, I'm ready. I I beg to differ. Sounds like he got pretty beat up, and there was nobody <laughs> even there. Like right. if somebody's there, I don't think Good they'll point. have too much of trouble. Wow. No offense, Jamie. <laughs> I don't know what this has to do with the show, but that's a crazy story. It's yeah. just, it was just crazy. I had to share wow. it. It's going on the greatest hits is what it's doing. <laughs> okay. All right. We should. Uh, well, haven't you ever had a real, really realistic dream like that? Um, I actually sleepwalk and no, I have, I have not, I, but I do sleepwalk at you, times. That's I of, used to. That's I pretty dangerous, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, it was awkward when I slept walk and got in bed with one of my friend's parents one time. Just <laughs> laid right in the middle between them. I feel like that needs to go in the greatest heads. Yeah, that was, <laughs> well, that we was haven't we awkward. haven't stopped the uh, cut and paste yet. Yeah, that was super awkward. Uh-huh. And that guy was mentioned on the show today. That guy was mentioned. It was Mike's parents. And Mike's dad came and said, hey, Farley. How you doing the next morning? And I said, yeah, I'm doing doing fine. Yeah, we had a good time last night. We were at his beach house in New Jersey. Good time last night with a couple buddies. Uh, he's like, do you remember anything about last night? And I'm like, oh, man. Um, no, not that I should tell you. Um, <laughs> and then he says, well, I think you need to go apologize to Becky. That's his wife. And I said, okay, why? He's like, do you remember hopping in bed with us? <laughs> And I was like, oh, my gosh, no, uh, sorry about that. And I apologized to his wife. So, And then what did she say? Uh, I don't recall exactly, but I do feel like they at first thought it was some weird, like, weird thing I was into, maybe. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I swear. I swear. How, yeah. Wait, how old were you at this point? I was probably 25. <laughs> Something like that. Oh, this was after college? Yeah, it was after college. Oh, yeah. I thought this yeah. was in college. Yeah. Oh, that's that's yeah. fantastic. That was great. Yeah, great. Great, 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 great. Uh, I hope that makes the cutting room floor. For real? No, we can leave it in. Okay, it's fine. 
All right. I don't know how we got off the rails there. Um, I guess uh, we were just uh, in the news, and that was in the news. I don't mm-hmm. know. Uh, jo- Joanna has a different news cycle yeah, than the rest of the um, world. But uh, I can't believe I told that story, and you can't believe there was something you couldn't believe earlier in the di- in the uh, show that, that you were this- going to bring up the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Was that it? Oh yeah, that was random too. Yeah. The Mighty Mighty Boston's uh, reference. Yeah. Well, because knows? I'm not even. I'm like not even. I'm like not into the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Right. Like, yeah. I, I I expect every show that there's going to be a Pearl Jam story. Right, that would make sense because uh-huh. you're Pearl Jam. I would tomorrow. if I was a betting man, I would put money on that. Right. Do you yeah, want? By the way, do you want to bet on that, Farley? No, I'm not betting on that. I'm, I would, <laughs> I would see that easily happening uh, weekly. As big of a Pearl Jam fan as you are. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, great show today. Uh, thanks to Josh Blanchard for joining us. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Hope to see. Everybody out at the happy hour next week, December 17th, and we are at where again? Blackjack. Blackjack. When, that, and, and by we, what do you mean we, Farley? We mean the show. I won't be there necessarily there mm-hmm. to represent the show, but mm-hmm. the show will be there represented. And we will have uh, some, some things to hand out. Mm-hmm. I will just leave it at that. Don't get your hopes too high. I mean, it's no, not, don't get your hopes high. That it's not that big of a deal. But do bring five friends. But bring five friends, and uh, in the future, guys, I've got uh, a big announcement that we, that the three of us are working on behind the scenes. Uh, very exciting announcement. So I'll just tease that. Uh, once we finalize the detail, we'll let everybody know. But it should be a fun kind of get together event uh, and slash announcement that uh, will be cool for the for the show. Are you replacing me? Is, is that what it is? Oh, that man. would be cool for the show. Yes, I guess, uh, I guess after thirty-three episodes. Yeah, it's your time. Has it was come. bound to happen. I was surprised. Yeah, your time has come, Doc. I was surprised we made it thirty-three, or yeah. I made it thirty-three. That's, that's true. All right. Thanks again to Josh Blanchard. You can follow him on Twitter. It's Blanchard Josh. Uh, cool story. Inspirational story. You get out and run. Eat a little better, you can lose 70 pounds too. Docs, you can too. (laughs) (laughs) No, you don't have 70 pounds to lose. All right, for my co-host, William E. Docs, Joanna E. Russo, I'm Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week.
Love. 